This is Inside Out with James Catledge. Short episodes designed to help you think differently about your potential. After last week, I got tremendous feedback. Questions. How in the world did you end up with such a heaviness, such a predicament in the darkness of that garage? So tonight, we're going to explore the choices, the decisions, and the people. I call it the day trouble showed up. Episode 2, this is Inside Out. Welcome back. The day trouble showed up. It's 2.20 in the afternoon. It's a very hot day in Las Vegas. Jerry is pacing around the front lobby of our building. We're waiting for a meeting. A meeting with fellows from Canada. This is Jerry's meeting. We have lots of meetings like this. The meeting's supposed to start at 2. They're late, and I don't like late. It feels disrespectful to me. Jerry's done the hard work of setting the conference room up. We've got water bottles at each spot for everyone to sit. There's a notepad. There's a pen. The slide deck of our company is on the television screen inside the conference room to give the guest, our visitors, a quick overview of our company. We're in the middle of a pretty... Good run as a company. We've got 8,000 associates selling our products all across the United States. We're in 33 states. We've got 14 executives here at our building. We own the building. And these executives basically serve as a headquarters team for all of our financial advisors across the United States. And our mission as a company is to help build net worth for families. And so the products and the services we offer do just that. They build net worth for families. Today's meeting is about adding a real estate component to our net worth offering. We already do insurance. We do annuities. We do credit repair. We have a mortgage division. We have a debt consolidation division. All of the products and services that can help a family improve their net worth, lower their debts and liabilities. That's what our company does, and we're very good at it. Today's meeting, like many meetings we have throughout the week, is another company with another idea to present to us. Jerry and I are the gatekeepers. Jerry's my CFO, and I'm a young CEO. I think I'm 35 years of age at the time of this meeting. Well, at 2.20, I see a limousine pull up in front. From our position inside the conference room, the outer wall is glass. And it shows us the the exterior parking lot of our building. And so when the limo pulls up, I thought, well, that's unusual. We've we've had a lot of meetings with guests visiting from out of town. We've never had anybody show up in a limousine. So I'm curious to see who's getting out of this limousine. Well, four gentlemen barrel out of this limousine, all dressed a little differently. Uh, the, the, the guy that appears to be in charge, Fred, has a cowboy hat jeans, boots, and one of those nice blazers with the patches on the elbows. And the other men are all younger, all look to be about my age, probably in their 30s, if not late 30s. It's a, so Jerry has met one of the gentlemen in this group at a conference Jerry had attended weeks prior. And they had exchanged business cards. And Jerry's job as CFO was not just to manage the money, but to help me select products and services 
that would really do the right job of lifting the net worth for the families all of our financial advisors serve across the United States and Canada. And so this is a big meeting. And and Jerry has said, we've never done real estate. Typically, you need a real estate license to do real estate. And most of our financial planners don't have that license. And so I'm a little reluctant even about the meeting. And of course, starting late just feels so disrespectful. Well, they come in. They're so jovial. They're so happy. I immediately drop my guard and and I'm assessing the energy of each of the gentlemen. I, I always do that when we start a business meeting. And it, it is clear to me that there's one of the, the gentlemen, uh, Mike is his name. And I'm using first names. I'm not going to use last names because these are, these are real meetings, real people, real events. And so I'm just going to use first names. But Mike is clearly the broker or the gentleman introducing our company to this, this other family-run business. So I invite them all into the conference room. All the stations are set. Fred sits at the top of the table. I'm seated at the other end of the table. The other gentlemen wrap their way around the table. I think there's room for eight of us at this conference table. And and so I just go around the room and said, hey, guys, tell me where you're from. Uh, you're obviously visiting Las Vegas. This is our headquarters. Uh, we're proud to have you here. We, we've got a really interesting business story that we'll tell you. But before we get into that, I'd love to hear where each of you are from. And so Fred says he's from Toronto, Canada, and he's got a background in financial services, which was appealing to me. His son is one of the other gentlemen, Derek. And uh, Derek seems to be uh, in the room because dad invited him, uh, may, maybe not as much to contribute. Mike is there because he's the gentleman introducing the two companies. Mike's from Idaho. And then Tim. Tim is there from the Dominican Republic, and he actually works uh, as the head of sales at the resort these this father and son team own. They own a resort uh, in the Dominican Republic, which is fascinating. I, I At this moment, I couldn't tell you on a globe where the Dominican Republic is, but I'm fascinated that they're here, and they've come so far, and they've arrived in a limousine to pitch us on their products, I guess. That's, that's what I think they're doing. So Jerry uh, is, is somewhat quiet as, as the meeting begins, and and uh, Jerry takes over and lets them know how glad he is that everyone's there. And they immediately begin their pitch. And uh, before we tell them too much about what we're doing, they I think they are guessing that they know, and uh, they're a little excited. And so they begin to present to us why doing business with them as a father-son team in the Dominican Republic is a great idea. And so they tell us about their existing property that they bought and they built a hotel on, and they tell us how it's it's multi-acres and it's several hundred rooms and it's terraced along the hillside. It's sitting right on the beach and there's villas and there's hotel rooms and there's seven pools. And they're giving us this beautiful story about this beautiful place. And of course, I'm just imagining it as they're saying it. And they've got these brochures, and they're showing us their their paperwork, and 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 so I, I kind of stop them because obviously it's exciting. I've traveled quite a bit. I've been to resorts. I love resorts. And I said, how does how does our financial planning firm fit into your plans? I, I said I, I'm trying my best to make the connection. I don't want you to feel like you're wasting your time, and so I just want you to speed up if you would, and just tell me. Where, how, how you think we fit together? He said, well, I'm glad you, this is Fred doing the talking, the father. And I would say Fred's in his 60s. 
if he could be in his late 50s, but I'm guessing in his 60s. Fred says, well, we believe we can structure a real estate product that fits right in to your distribution machine here so that your financial advisors would have access to this great product that we design around your specifications that would help grow and build your uh, various clients' net worth. And, I, and that, that, that's perfectly what, what would be great. I mean, I, I said, I love the idea. I said, I said, take me from a hotel resort to a real estate product. Get, connect the dots for me. I'm, I'm having trouble connecting it. He says, well, he says, we need to build another 112 rooms. We have the acreage. He says, and I need to tell you why. We just had the Caribbean's version of SeaWorld purchase five acres from us next door, land we owned. In SeaWorld, they call it Ocean World, is building the Caribbean's only ocean water park in the whole Caribbean is being built adjacent to our property, and we don't have enough rooms to accommodate them. And I thought, well, that, that, that sounds great. I said, so how do, how do we get from financial planning products to building from the ground up hotel rooms? Take me there. And Fred says, well, uh, our, our lawyer's not here, but if we're just kind of spitballing this and brainstorming, my thoughts are, you guys help us raise the money. We figure out a nice rate of return for your client, and we give them deed and title uh, interest in the in the actual units we build. And uh, we can figure, have the lawyers work it all out. But but that's just kind of me brainstorming it with you right here. I said, okay, all right. And and now I have just myself as a young CEO, I have somewhat of a BS alarm that just in my mind sometimes goes off. And I am, my BS alarm's going off. I'll just tell you the truth. I, I'm in this conference room. I've, I've got one guy that's clearly in here, the guy from Idaho, who's in here trying to broker something. I've got the son who doesn't quite seem to know what's going on. Dad's doing all the talking. And Tim is here basically to let us know the Dominican Republic is a place, is on the map, and he works there. So that's who's in the room, but the BS alarm's going off. And, and I can't say something specific is happening other than what I'm telling you. Uh, and I, I frankly like the pitch. I like what he's saying. I just can't get from, from products we're used to to ground up. It sounds like an investment. And I guess, you know, our, this is a whole different licensing structure, a different regulatory path. I mean, it's, it's a little complicated to get from his brainstorming idea to something that's realistic. We spend several uh, more minutes that I think we're probably together an hour in total. Uh, having started late, I'm kind of wanting to wrap it up by the top of the hour, but we end up going probably till 3.30 in the afternoon. And it was a very friendly exit, friendly ending. And I let them know that the way we make decisions is Jerry and I have a, dis a choice to make. We, we're going to talk about it privately. We're going to talk about it with our company lawyer. And then I'm going to present the idea to our top five executives out in the uh, financial planning field who actually, we call them field executives, who, who actually help lead the organization. I want their opinion on this. And so we agree to meet again in 30 days. And sure enough, uh, they come adopt the Idaho fella, and the three of them show back up. Tim, Derek, and Fred show back up. And uh, I think Jerry had let them know that the Idaho guy was bad energy. I, I don't know how he said it, but basically they didn't need the Idaho guy there. 
Uh, we would see him down the road. Uh, he was he was kind of tough to get rid of. But bottom bottom line is he he shows up again down the road. But thirty days later, we meet again in our office in Las Vegas. It's very jovial. We feel like we know them. They've actually brought kids' toys. Oddly, from I've got three little guys on the ground. Tiffany and I have a young family of three kids at this moment. We're living in a gated community about two miles from the office. And uh, they've somehow figured out the age of my kids and they've got toys for them, which I thought was extremely generous uh, and odd. I'm not, I'm not had this ever occur before. Right. So so we got I've got basically Santa Claus bag of toys to take home. And the kids, of course, are going to love this. But they're obviously interested in doing business with us. They're they're overly solicitous. And 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 frankly, I'm I'm more warmed up to them than I was the first time they're on time. It's it's all going swimmingly. And I let them know that I wanted to bring to the resort for a due diligence inspection. That's what it was called. I wanted to bring my lawyer and I wanted to bring my top five people and Jerry and I. So we're talking about a basically a traveling party of seven or eight to the Dominican Republic. And of course, I have no idea where this is. I've I've since found it on a map and and uh, I'm excited to go. So we, bottom line is, make that agreement. I make a conference call to all five. I've got all five on the line. I said, guys, any one of you can nix this. Any one of you can say no to this. Any one of you is not interested. We don't go. We don't do it. We're very successful right now. We're very successful with our current offering. This is not something we need. But if you want to add it, we can. And so I kind of left it that open. And, and I'm feeling good about it. Uh, I'm feeling like this could go. And so we make the agreement. We make the decision. Uh, we, the Elliots buy all the plane tickets. And we book the trip and we go. And when we get back together, I'm going to take you to the Dominican Republic. And with my eyes, tell you what I saw, what I felt. And what happened next? This is Inside Out with James Catledge.